0: We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Paran.
1: Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I, am, uh, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvester. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out
0: up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled untangling finances that's what mo param does on this podcast mo param is financial advisor he is a financial professional and he is a partner with the firm Cloudvestors, which is a fiduciary firm and Cloudvestors definitely blends the best of both worlds the technology of today and also with that human touch that's what makes it great hey mo once again how are you i'm doing great dave thanks for joining today how are you I'm, I'm wonderful. I'm, I'm really yep. ready to learn today. Okay, let's do it. I've let's got my it. thinking cap on. I'm ready to teach then. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> well, you do a good job on that every week. And actually, you're going to have a different hat on today. You're going to put on your MythBuster hat.
1: And yeah, <laughs> i to put my, mo- my I'll put my monocle on and yeah. uh, get my get my MythBuster. Yeah, uh, you have a monocle, huh? You're still trying to rock that look.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, some things are old school and never and never go away, right? That's, I don't know if I know ever have known anyone who wore a monocle. <laughs> oh man! Well, yes, put on your monocle, please.
1: Okay, and, and,
0: and you'll look more like a professor. Professor Moe, we're going to bust myths here, and and uh, in we're going to start with general retirement myths, and then we're going to jump into Social Security. And No matter where you are in life, um, Social Security is something that you're either getting it or you're paying into it <laughs> one way or the other. So it will be of interest to you. Let's start busting myths here. Retirement myth number one. You need to save X number of dollars before you retire. That sounds extremely cookie cutter to me, Mo. It's, it's
1: so cookie cutter, Dave. It's it's that that just boils my just boils my blood when I hear that <laughs> when when I see commercials, uh, you know, for these uh, investment firms that say you need to have X amount of dollars, you know, and it's it, and it feels like that's supposed to be everyone's uh, mark, everyone's target, but. You know, Dave. When it comes to financial planning or uh, just your own investment planning, uh, it's it's your own. It's it's. There's no cookie cutter approach. Everyone has their own uh, strategy, their own. Um, plans that they need to keep up with it varies for for everyone there is no templated uh, arbitrary number that everyone needs to strive for and reach and uh, to, to make themselves feel like they're successful for their retirement so it is that it is a very cookie cutter approach to say that I need uh, the well that everyone needs the same amount of dollars to retire it all ba- it's all based off everyone's own living expenses you know how modest of a retirement do you want to have how much Expenses? Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna need? Yeah, that whole "I need X" and that's supposed to be for everyone is it's just it's just wrong. It's such a big myth that just needs to be dissolved.
0: Yeah, I mean, there are people just in general life who need to be a billionaire to be happy, and some need to be a millionaire to be happy, and some are perfectly happy and content with life being a thousandaire, and yeah. there are some people happy and content with life
1: being a hundredaire. <laughs> Although the- you know, <laughs> now I was speaking to someone uh, earlier this week. He uh, he came he came to us and we we're looking to, and he was looking for a financial advisor. So we we're talking to uh, him and his wife are teachers, and uh, he's twenty eight years old, I remember, and twenty eight years old. And the only debt he has is his mortgage. He was asking, you know, does that you know how does he how does he fare against other, other twenty eight roads that I come across. And I I said to him, you know, very well, uh, very well, you know, not a lot of 28 year olds can be almost debt free. And but I said, you know, even if you made a million dollars, if you need a million dollars to survive, that's not a great position to be in, because that means you have no wiggle room. There's no there's no breathing room in your plan. So. Uh, Again, all that being said is there's no template. Everyone is everyone is different. This whole retirement planning is is specialized and customizable for your own needs. That's why it's called your finances untangled because it's about you.
0: Exactly. Got any bets on who will be the first trillionaire, Mo? I've I've got one in mind. I'm thinking Jeff Bezos who will be the first trillionaire, but he's got a good head start. I'll
1: tell you that much. Uh, Maybe Elon (laughs) Musk. Maybe
0: Elon Musk. He's having a lot of success with Tesla now. Oh my gosh, Tesla is just. Going gangbusters this year. Hello, S and P five hundred for them, right? (laughs) All right. Here's the next myth you're going to bust for us. Uh, You will only have seventy to eighty percent of your pre-retirement expenses in retirement.
1: Not necessarily true, is it? That's it. No, not at all. I mean, uh, yes, if you are retired and let's say you're no longer working, you're not. You know, paying into payroll taxes. You're probably not making any uh, retirement contributions in any there in any of these accounts, but that doesn't necessarily mean that everything uh goes away. You know, when we've seen where the first few years of retirement we call it like the go go years. You know, mm-hmm. you're still trying to um, not still trying to. Maybe now is the time where you're actually doing those vacations, those the traveling that you wanted to do. Maybe you have some grandkids that are. Spread out throughout the country, so you're visiting them every day is a Saturday for the most part. You know, I spend most of my money on Saturdays. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know, those tra- uh, We talk about traveling. Maybe now instead of a four day vacation, well, you can take a seven day. You can take a two week vacation. Mm-hmm. So, doesn't necessarily mean that your expenses uh, completely uh, go away or completely minimized. Uh, as we get into retirement, maybe it gets replaced by healthcare costs. Uh, You know, so there's things that you have to consider when it comes to retirement and just don't prescribe to the fact that, oh, I only need to worry about 70 to 80 percent, 80 percent of my pre-retirement expenses, because that's not completely true.
0: No, absolutely not. I mean, it seems to be like the conventional wisdom, but that doesn't mean it's it's true. And especially now.
1: You know, and I'd rather have more than less. Right. Oh, so sure. even if I if I if I plan for 100 percent of my expenses and it does boil down to 70, that gives me more wiggle room. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. Next myth.
0: All you need to do is max out your 401k contributions to save for retirement.
1: That's it. Dave, that's it. That's <laughs> all you need to do. Case <laughs> closed. <laughs> <Wrong. laughs> you know, that is so wrong. And, you know, let's be clear. I'm not here to bash 401ks at all, because you know they are great retirement vehicles and for the most part they tend to be the largest uh, retirement nest egg that that clients are saving into but to just say that i can put my retirement on cruise control just by uh, maxing out my 401k contributions it's it's completely false you know one is you're limited to how much you can put into your 401k so if you're under the age of 50 the most you can put is 19005 uh, if you're over fifty, the most you can put is twenty six thousand. So there are some caps when it comes to you know what they can do over extended period of time. Uh, second is you're limited to the investment options that are within your four hundred one k plan. So who knows if those are great options for you? You know you may just be limited to fifteen different choices to choose from. Well, there are thousands of different investments that are out there. Who's to say that? the 15 that are limited within your plan are the best ones for you. Exactly. And then lastly, with tax rates that, let's be honest, I don't know many people who think that tax rates are going to go up. I mean, sorry, they're going to go down. Mm -mm. So now we're saving in these pre-tax qualified vehicles that are going to be treated as income when you retire that can be impacted by taxes. So just saying that, let me just put my... uh, put my cruise control button on and, and just, just fund my 401k is the only thing I need to do is a big myth and can get you into trouble
0: oh sure yeah I mean it can building up to that comfortable peace of mind retirement it's so critical next myth haven't saved
1: enough just keep working yeah just keep working <laughs> <laughs> well I mean like the, the idea of retiring or is you know you want to be in a position where you don't have to work You know, some people have been working for 40 years and it's time for them to just put their feet up and just say, I'm done working. But who's to say that the job market when you retire or when you are 65 or older is going to be a great job market? I mean, right now, what is it, a little over 11 percent of unemployment? It's probably a little more if you really dig down and dig dig into the numbers. Oh, yeah. Um, People not filing. People not filing, you know. Um, Who's to say that your health will allow you to work for an extended period of time. Who's to say that someone's going to hire you? I mean, so just the idea of saying that, well, if I haven't saved enough, I'll just continue working and push through till I'm 70, 75, this may not be the case. Um, you know, I'd rather just save more, you know? Yeah. If if you think that you're going to continue working through it to push back your retirement because you haven't saved enough, you know what? Maybe it's time for you to take a step back Speak to a financial advisor, wink, wink, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, position yourself where maybe, you know what, maybe you do need to save some more money now. Maybe we need, just need to cut out some of your expenses, look at some of your discretionary income, and build a, a saving strategy for you so you don't have to be in a position of working uh, longer than you really want to.
0: Mo, you said wink, wink, but you actually winked, but you winked with your monocle eye, so your monocle <laughs> dropped out. When You, win- <laughs> you got to wink with the other eye, not your monocle eye. <laughs> you caught me there, Dave. <laughs> all right, and the last uh, on this retirement myth is conservative investments are a must during retirement. And of course, we always hear you need to get a l- little more conservative, but not all the
1: way conservative. That could hurt you, right? that can totally hurt you you know i i definitely understand you know the uh the position when you are retired that you want to reduce the risk that you're taking in your overall plan in some aspects it makes sense you know uh, like i said before if you've been working for forty years you've been uh fortunate enough to to see the impact of market volatility in a positive way, meaning that the market's going down, maybe you just continue investing in your retirement accounts and or it's just in a, in, a, in a brokerage account and you've seen the benefits of investing in a down market over an extended period of time. but when, when you' retire all of a sudden what you're doing it's a, it's a shift. We're changing now we're changing those assets and using it to generate and produce income for yourself. And that income has to last hopefully 30, 35 years. And so um, understanding that you may not want to take risks because maybe you're not adding to it, I totally understand it. But, you know, you can't take it with a grain of salt that people are living longer. And if you're planning on – if your retirement plan is going to be a 30, 35, maybe even 40-year plan, we have to be able to – to position our assets to take risk where we can and so I like to uh, you know I like to say smart risk meaning that you're taking smart risk within your investment plan but also having some safe money having money that's safe uh, in case there is market volatility but just to say that you've got to be completely conservative in your investment strategy during retirement it's it's a big miss it's a big myth and a miss
0: actually you're right it's a miss and a myth it's a myth yeah. that could lead to a miss if you follow the myth. Well, we're right. busting myths here today. <laughs> I do want to mention, though, Mo and, and, and the team at CloudVestors can keep you on track, on the right trajectory, heading to retirement. And you can find out, just visit the website, cloudvestors.com. It's like investor, but cloud, cloudvestors.com. All right, let's keep it going. Let's move on to Social Security. So many misconceptions with Social yes. Security. So, so many. And um <laughs> and I I know I'm going to learn on this. You've got some good stuff here you put together, Mo. First off, social security will cover my income needs. That is a myth.
1: Oh, it's just a big myth. I mean, uh social sec- I mean, first of all, there there's so many people who uh are on social security right now that you know, 40 to 50% of their income is based off social security. We've seen that. The idea of saying that Social Security is going to fulfill and satisfy my entire needs—it's just wrong. I mean, again, it depends on your lifestyle, obviously. But um, the maximum Social Security benefit you can you can receive right now in today's dollars—if uh, is about three, it's a little over three thousand—is mm-hmm. the your, your maximum Social Security benefit. Well, is three thousand enough for you to live off of a month? It, it may For not many, be. Yeah, not not For, in 2020. <laughs> not in 2020. I mean, maybe so, in yeah. 1950, or maybe even <laughs> 1970 or 80. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, you know, the idea that the Social Security is going to solve your entire uh, income needs during retirement is just a big. It's just a big false. Yeah. And I and I just wouldn't even want to rely on Social Security to be to to satisfy everything.
0: No, definitely. And yeah, you're right on the maximum because there's a certain point. Uh, what I don't even know the number now. It's like 138 something in annual salary where they stop taxing you for the year on it. So right, you, it's right. easy to determine what your maximum would be, and then you got the highest 35 years earning years they calculate. Well, the next social security myth is it is better to take social security benefits early because the guy at the bar told me that, Mo. <laughs> 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 we
1: were having a beer together. <laughs> We we're having a beer together and you know, I saw him, uh, I saw him buy a, buy a beer with a social security check. You know, it's just not, <laughs> right. uh, yeah. First of first off, don't take uh, advice from a guy at the bar, you know, unless it's right. uh, never. advice, <laughs> never, unless it's advice of what to play in the jukebox. But, uh, right. uh, but when it comes to taking your social security benefits early, I get it. You know, I totally get it, Dave, you know, um, you've been you've been saving you've been paying into the system for a long time and you know at 62 when it's finally a, a, a available to you you say to yourself you know what i've been i've been paying into the system i want my money it's my money darn it i want it right now and could that be a good strategy for you possibly but what some people don't realize is that they are permanently reducing their social security benefits not just for themselves but for their family by taking it early, mm-hmm. you know you're looking at about a 25 to 30 percent reduction on your benef- on your full retirement benefits, if you take your Social Security as early as 62, and if you take it before your full retirement age, uh, that reduction gets uh, it's it's is not as bad, but it's still a reduction that can impact you, not just you, but your family uh, by taking it early. So I get it. You know if you have a uh, if you, if you think you have a short life expectancy, if you think that, you know, my family history is going to tell me that, uh, I'm not going to be living till 70. I may not live to 80. So I might as well just take my social security benefits right now and maximize it. I, I mean, I get it, but the idea that it's better for everyone to take it at 62, no, no, sir. No, no sir. Way. It's not great. It may not be great for everybody. Not exactly. This next myth, I, I can
0: understand because it, it could be easy to get confused with Medicare eligibility age. And also at one time, Social Security full retirement age was 65, but not certainly not for those now heading towards it. I'll receive my full Social Security benefit at 65. no. No, uh, you, <laughs> I just you busted will, it for you, Mo. Sorry. You just busted it for me.
1: No, it's okay. Uh, no, you, you will not, you will not receive your full social security benefit at 65. So 65 is a, um, it's a retirement myth age, actually, you know, if you're, if you're busting myths, I mean, some people can retire at 60 if they want or 55 if they want, but 65 seems to be the, the age where it's, you know, uh, Society says, you know, it's time for you to stop working, but it doesn't mean that's what the government says. As far as when you're going to receive your f- full retirement benefit, right. so you, your full retirement age and it's called FRA, full retirement age. When it comes to Social Security, uh, is anywhere between sixty-six and seven and sixty-seven. It's all based off when you what um, what month and year you were born, but uh, sixty-six and sixty-seven, uh, anywhere in between there, that's your full retirement age. And what that means is that's your, that's almost your sweet spot. That's the maximum benefit you will receive for your Social Security, uh, not uh, uh, not decreased because you took it earlier, and not increased because of the credits by delaying. It's like that sweet spot. So your full retirement age is when you're going to receive your full uh, benefit based off your earned income.
0: You know what's amazing to me is Social Security's birth year, it was 1935, and at the time, factoring in other you know things like infant mortality, the average lifespan was around 67. So now mm-hmm. you see why they pick 65. Uh, right. And, but but now it's from 1935 to 2020. It's it the full retirement age has only gone up max maximum a couple of years. Isn't that amazing? That it, that's amazing. Has it gone up more? Because that's of amazing. Living longer. I mean, well. We're learning Social Security. Here we go. All right, here right, got another myth. Now, Mo, okay. I am the type of person I like enjoy going to, well, let's say the DMV or any government office. So I'm certainly glad that I have to go to a Social Security <laughs> office to
1: apply. Well, you are a rare individual because I don't know anyone who likes to go well, to I the Well, I also DMV. like root canals. So, I, mean, <laughs> I don't think the people who work at the DMV want to go to the DMV. <laughs> I love jury duty. Uh, you do not have to go and physically go into the social security department to uh, to apply for your benefits you know we're living in a world of technology and so you can actually go to uh, social security website ssa.gov and apply uh, for your social security benefits Uh, it's just like the myth of you know having to go to your financial advisor's office Right. Yeah. You know, that, right. that, those days are, are over. You know, you don't have to be um, bound by geography to work with a great financial advisor. Hence, how the Cloudvestors was was birthed. You know, we are able to uh, reach our clients anywhere they are because of uh, because of our platform, because of technology. And so the same thing with Social Security. You know, you don't have to drive, get in your car, sit in line, and uh, 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 stand in line and wait for for someone to 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 call your number to apply for social security uh but i i would say this you want to plan on it because it can take about four months to for your social security benefits so to be all all uh all lined up and squared away for you to receive your first benefit so um, even though you don't have to go into a physical office doesn't that doesn't mean you wait to the last minute
0: no exactly exactly good point all right next myth once i start social security benefits i can't work
1: anymore Oh, no, this is America. You can work whenever you want. Sure, you can Continue working as long as opportunities are there. Mm-hmm. But working and generating an income can impact your Social Security benefits. So if you decide in 2020, if you decide to uh, receive uh, your Social Security benefits before your full retirement age. So let's say your full retirement age uh, is 67 and you decide to, to turn on your Social Security benefits at 62. Well, between sixty-two and the year before you turn uh, your full retirement age, before you turn sixty-seven, there's an income gap, income limit that you can't cross over. And right now, it's eighteen thousand two forty. So, if you go over an earned income of eighteen thousand two forty, there is a penalty, and the penalty is one for every two dollars that you've uh, that you've gone over that limit. So, it can be a very pricey penalty for you to pay. If you decide to gener- if you decide to work and collect income, so when we when we uh, work, are working with our clients and their goal is to continue working but also uh, generate, but also uh, turn on that Social Security bucket early. You know, we we want to make sure, and we talked to them about the uh, about the impact that that can be because you know if you go if you if you make too much and think about it, eighteen thousand two forty, it's not that much yeah, to make. Yeah. Um, you, you you're just, you're just going to give back some of that benefits back to the government, mm-hmm. and then once you hit full
0: retirement age, you can make fifty million dollars a year, and it doesn't matter if you want
1: to. That's right. After your mm-hmm. full retirement age, go ahead and make as much money as you want. All right, do it, uh, and not worry about a penalty. Yeah,
0: exactly. All right, next social security myth.
1: I will not pay taxes on social security. Well, here it's so I I paused it there because I <laughs> I said go as you want and not, and not worry about a penalty but you have to worry about taxes <laughs> you know taxes exactly. are uh, taxes are a main thing in our society right now so yes your social your social security benefit can be taxed and the calculation is pretty crazy for 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 me you know for, because what happens is the government decides and what they do is that they first calculate half of the Social Security benefits that you're actually receiving to calculate whether your benefits will be taxed. Okay. So if you're single and your and your income is less than twenty five thousand dollars, your Social Security benefits won't be taxed. If you're if you're a married couple, uh, thirty two thousand or less, your Social Security benefits won't be taxed. Now that doesn't mean earned income. Now we're talking about income. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now what can qualify as income? Uh, remember I told you first is half of the social security benefits you're receiving. So that's yeah. counted as part of your income. Then distributions from 401ks, IRAs, uh, pensions. We're looking at rental property, um, you know, the side hustle that you're, that's, that you may have. And all of a sudden you start to calculate, you may be getting, you may be making more than 25,000 if you're, you know, if you're single or, you know, household of 30 uh, a household income of over 32,000, and if you cross those parameters, then 50% of your Social Security benefits can be taxed. Okay. Not a 50% tax, nope. but 50% of your benefits can be taxed. Okay. Um, the most, uh, 85% is the most, uh, 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 85% of your benefits is the most that can be taxed. And that's if you go over $34,000 of income if you're single. And I believe it's like 44000 as a married couple. So, again, it's 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 crazy that, you know, you've been paying into the system. And, you know, now that you're retired, that first of all, that even calculate the benefits that you're receiving as part of this income calculation, but also that your benefits can be taxed.
0: Yeah, exactly. And um, and you did pay into it for the generation that came before you. But still, you paid into it. And speaking of that, I mentioned that the uh, age only went up a couple of years since 1935 full retirement age and also with, with with us living longer and the fact that there are less people paying for those who are currently receiving it now <laughs> much
1: less uh, much Man. less yeah it's a vicious cycle dave it's yeah, vicious yeah
0: all right here's the next myth once i start social security i have to continue receiving it
1: oh uh yeah that is a that is a myth you know um you do get it one mulligan you do get a mulligan if you decide to turn on social security and you say, what, what uh, change my mind. Uh-huh. I spoke with uh, one of the advisors at cloud investors and he told me that it's not a great idea to do that. Too so early. Uh, too early, you can do a do over. Um, so yes, you do get, uh, and I, you do get a mulligan, uh, but you have to do it within uh, the first 12 months that you filed. So you can't wait five years and say, whoops, it's a, uh, I want to start I want to do over. You gotta yeah. do within the first twelve months, but you also have to pay back, which makes sense, but you gotta yeah. pay back any benefits that you have received. Okay. Um so um uh, so yeah, you can get a you can't get a mug. you can't get a do-over. One if you, uh, There you got. Okay. That's right. You get one. Wow.
0: Well and that's something I think a lot of people don't know. Well, this is uh this is yeah. very, very educational. The last mm-hmm. one my divorce will reduce my
1: social security benefits. Uh, it will not. It will not. So if you are divorced uh, and you have to be married for at least 10 years. Um, and if you are divorced, there's a, there's some options that are available for you. And if you are, if you, again, if you're divorced and it, we're married for 10 years and you're no longer married, mm-hmm. you have to no longer be married. Um, you are eligible to file a divorce spousal benefit. Um as much as some people would want, it doesn't impact the actual um, your ex. So, you, so you, it's not as if you're reducing their benefit. So as much as you'd want, uh, you don't have to call them and say, "Hey, Johnny, I need you to uh, I need you to file for your benefit so I can receive my benefit." So it's a uh, it's completely a benefit that's a, 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 a available to you and eligible and you're eligible for if you've been married for ten years. And so, what the divorce uh, spousal benefit is if uh your own benefit is less than half of your ex's benefits. Gotcha. I see. You're able okay. to file for the divorceal spousal benefit because their benefit will be higher. And um uh, you got to be at least 62 for that to happen, but you'll get their benefit. And it ends, be, ends up being half of their benefit.
0: And it doesn't affect them uh, when, when you do that. I had an advisor share a story, an actual story with me uh, one day, and he said he was, was talking to a man, and he said, well, let me ask you this. Can my first wife draw on my Social Security? Well, Were you married 10 years? Yeah? Yeah, they can. How about my they second can. wife? Were you married 10 years? Yeah, they can. And he said, well, how about my third wife? Were you married 10 years? Yes. Uh, then they can and then he said so you tell me how about my current wife <laughs> like, what are you going for the larry king record here <laughs> stop remarrying you're going to break stop the remar- system
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes yes for for people like me stop doing it you know <laughs> you got to save some for me uh but yeah no In that situation all what's it Three, three of the ex wives. And the current. Yeah. And the current. All of them can can file for a benefit <laughs> if it makes sense for them. Wow. So, uh, and if the roles were reversed, if he had four ex wives, you know, he can pick and choose which, well, he can't really pick and choose. The system will will choose which benefit would make sense for him, but right, he'd have four him. benefits to choose from. Yeah. Wow. So, um, That's yeah, wild. it's crazy, right? It's wild. Yeah. Yeah, we got to
0: get him. Uh, just not marrying anymore, though, because the solvency of Social Security is already in trouble. <laughs> Mo, uh, this is—you have done an excellent job busting myths, and I really appreciate it. And thank you so much. Enjoy the conversation. Let's do it again.
1: Let's do it again. And uh, Dave, always, always a pleasure for uh, for having you here. And uh, for everyone who's listening, thank you for listening. Obviously, but uh, like this podcast, share it, uh, rate it you know, And, and uh, let us know. Let us know what you want to hear. So, um, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.
0: Yeah, and visit cloudvestors.com, and we will talk to you next time on Your Finances Untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts.